Tom Allen and the Hoosiers spoke at Media Day on a Thursday. We have everything you might have missed from injury updates to Tom Allen's thoughts on the new schedule after this season to the increased role Jalen Lucas is going to have this year. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Friday, everybody. You are Locked On Hoosiers, the only daily IU podcast. We are part of the Locked On Network, your team every day. Appreciate all of you for making us your first listen wherever that may be from Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, be sure to subscribe wherever that is. I'm your host as always, Jacob Rude. Big Ten Media Days took place over Wednesday and Thursday. We weren't in person this season, but that doesn't mean we don't have everything you might have missed over the last two days from Tom Allen. The Hoosiers were at Media Day on Thursday. They split the Media Days up into two days, half the teams going one day, half going the other. There's a lot to take away from what Tom Allen had to say on Thursday. We'll start with the word he mentioned the most. His word of 2023, you guys know how Tom Allen loves assigning a word to each player, to the team, to him, whatever it may be. His word of 2023 is toughness. His reasoning, uh, quote, we had eight games last season that were decided in the fourth quarter. So for the past seven months, we've been building our toughness and developing this team to be able to finish in those opportunities. I was honestly a little surprised. I don't know what his criteria necessarily is for decided in the fourth quarter, but it certainly didn't feel like IU was close in hardly any games last season, especially as the season rolled on and we got into Big Ten play. But, I mean, you can look back. They were in the game against Maryland late. The Rutgers game they were in late. Um... But there, I'd be interested to see how he rationalizes that. But all the same, it's a word that makes sense for the Hoosiers, especially as they look to be bowl eligible, is that you're going to have to win some of those close games, some of those toss-up games. You're going to need an edge to come away with victory in those. So having toughness as your word, having that as a mindset this season I I I like that. It makes sense. It's something Indiana needs. If they're going to have that many games decided in the, the fourth quarter, they need to do better than four and eight. And so if they can swing a couple of those the right way, I mean, you only need to swing two games the right way, and Indiana is going bowling. So maybe they weren't so far off. It, it certainly didn't feel like it last season, but hopefully – that toughness will lead to a couple extra wins this season. The offensive line is going to be the talk of the town between now and the first game at the start of September. It's a talk that Tom Allen had as well. He said offensive line improvement was, quote, a huge focus. One thing he did note was that Matt Bedford is back to 100%. The best linemen the Hoosiers have, maybe something we didn't talk about enough last season, was his injury in week one and how much of an impact that had on the offensive line. It certainly hurt, but it's an offensive line. It's, it's multiple guys. He wasn't going to make or break. I use offensive line. You don't rely on one person. They would have been 
woeful even with him, maybe slightly less, but there were so many problems with that offensive line. One guy wasn't going to fix anything. But Tom Allen has every step of the way this summer at the uh, at any chance he's really had to talk to the media. He's been open and honest in uh, acknowledging that the offensive line has to improve. Uh, quote, it's a huge part of our team. I know that. We know that. We understand that. It's been something we addressed, obviously, and those guys have to step up. Got several guys that play a lot of football at that position for us. I'm excited for that group to lead us on our way on offense. I won't beat a dead horse too much because we're certainly going to do that throughout the next month. Offensive line has to be better or everything else we talk about is meaningless. Because if the offensive line continues to struggle as it has, you've seen. Everything's derailed. Doesn't matter how much you want to try to use Jalen Lucas. Doesn't matter who wins the quarterback battle. All of that is meaningless because there's going to be three defensive linemen in the backfield before they're even able to complete their drop back. Let's talk a couple injury updates. We mentioned Matt Bedford back to 100%. Sounds like he's going to be cleared. Good to go. Once fall camp starts, pencil him in as a starter in game one. Cam Camper missed last season. Uh, well, the the kind of the second half of last season with an injury, torn ACL. Uh, he, according to Tom Allen, is, uh, quote, doing really well. Um, I feel very confident that he will be playing in game number one, so very excited about that. He had a really, really good summer. Indiana needs that. He's going to be wide receiver one, no matter again, no matter who the quarterback is. Camper made a big difference last season in how the quarterback performed. There's a huge drop-off from him to the next best wide receiver. So having him out there as wide receiver one is going to be really big. We'll see who wide receiver two and three are. Probably Donovan McCauley and DeQuise Carter. A lot of there's a lot of movement there, but Camper will be wide receiver one when he's healthy. And it sounds like he's going to be healthy for game one against Ohio state. Dexter Williams is the other one. Um, that honestly horrific injury still just heartbreaking to see him go down like that quote. Dexter's continuing to do a great job rehabbing as an important evaluation this week to go through and see exactly where he is. Uh, from those that performed the surgery, uh, which is a little kind of confusing, but basically it sounds like he's being evaluated this week from the doctors to see where things are, how things are going. Uh, but uh, Tom Allen said, so excited to hear back and from that, but obviously he will not be available early in the season. Interesting wording there. He will not be available early in the season. He had a couple other or at least one other time he talked about Dexter Williams. And it sounds like he's Dexter Williams probably will be back later on in the season. I don't know that he is going to factor into this season. We know Tom Allen at times likes to throw out a a little bit of a change of tempo and, and play those types of guys. He's done it before with any number of quarterbacks, but I don't know that they will push things along in that regard. I wouldn't be surprised if he's out the whole season, he rehabs, and potentially we have another quarterback battle next season, but um, 
Dexter Williams, things are going good, but he's not going to be back anytime soon, to be frank, which is not surprising, given what the injury was. And, and honestly, I'm just happy to see that he's going to be back on the field. Tom Allen talked about the schedules. Obviously, the Big Ten East is done after this season. Praise be. Tom Allen had some thoughts on it, and they're probably the same thoughts that you have had on it. So we'll talk about those here in just a moment. Let's talk about LinkedIn first, though. These day, every these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be a hundred percent certain that you have the access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. All you have to do is go to LinkedIn Jobs, create your job posting, add that and your purple hiring hashtag to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you are hiring. Simple tools like screening questions are going to make it easier to focus on the right candidates with the right skills and experience so that you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. So why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Big thanks to you guys for making us your first listen every single day. Every day or next week we're going back to uh, every day, literally. So five days a week. Starting on Monday, we're going to have women's basketball talk with Talia Goodman, so be sure you guys are tuned into that. Let's talk about IU football scheduling, how much easier it's going to look in 2024. Big Ten obviously doing away with the schedule, the the divisions, I should say. You have protected rivals. You have rotating games outside of that. I can't wait for it. Neither can Tom Allen. He talked about it being, quote, equitable schedules was the phrase he used, which uh, he spoke also with Big Ten Network just flat out. He's excited the Big Ten East is done, and so are we. It was silly. It was dumb. It's insane that it went on as long as it did. They were not even remotely balanced, and they are going to be left in the dirt after this season. Uh, Here's some of his kind of extended thoughts on the schedules. Quote, I think when you look at bringing in – UCLA and USC, that's exciting. That's awesome. Uh, 2024, UCLA comes to IU. 2025, uh, IU goes to USC. Uh, He said, we go out to California to play the USC. Last time we played the Simpsons. Whoa, I got ahead of myself. Last time we played the Trojans, OJ Simpson was the tailback. Bottom line is new opportunities. Great time to be in this conference. You're going to see equitable schedules where teams are going to be playing teams more equally across the conference, which I think is a great thing that excites me as well. And playing some different teams on a more consistent basis, but you look at it though, there's a lot of great football teams in this conference. Everybody's schedule is going to be tough and I'm excited for the future of the big 10 conference. Yeah, that is exactly where, uh, I think every IU fan is and everybody that isn't Ohio state, Michigan state and Michigan in the big 10 East. Big Ten West doesn't get a free pass anymore. They got to play those teams as much as we have to play those teams. So praise be that we are done being loaded with the Ohio State, Michigan State, Michigan murderers row uh, during the season this year. 
on protected rivals, that being Purdue and Michigan State for IU. Quote, I'm a rivalry guy. I'm old school. I love trophy games. The old brass platoon, that's a big deal now. Our kids, they get jacked up to play that game. I want to keep those. Purdue's a given that's longstanding and needs to stay that way. I think we need to protect as many rivalries as we can because that's what makes college football special. I do like that approach. That's what makes college football special. I will say for all the talk about having no idea where this Indiana-Michigan State rivalry has come from, over the last five, six, seven years, those games have generally been close, and I use one enough that it actually feels kind of like a rivalry of sorts. Like, it feels like a fun game to get excited for. Now, will that change if Michigan State goes on a, a big winning run? Yeah, probably, but since 2016, Michigan State has a 4-3 to three advantage. That's as competitive as it's been in this rivalry since the 60s when IU won three in a row. So it feels a lot more fun to play that rivalry when IU has a chance. And even in the games they lost, IU was close. They lost by eight in 2017, 14 in 2018, nine in 2019, five in 2021. That 2021 game was wildly frustrating. And then last year's absurd win. Uh, IU winning the games in wild fashion also helps. Um, the Hoosiers winning the game last year, the silly way that they did it was fun. Winning in 2016 and overtime was fun. So added a little spice to the rivalry and I'm excited that it is staying around. Uh, he also, Tom Allen discussed the fact that I going to have to travel to the West coast in a couple seasons quote. Step one to me is talking to people who have done it. I go through and say, okay. Who's had to make these trips and done them successfully because there is an adjustment. What day do you take off? When do you get there? How do you adjust the guy's sleep? So to me, I want to trust the guys that have successfully done it. We'll start that here very soon. The good news for now is that IU is only going to have to go West once uh, in 2025. So it's quite a ways away. They'll probably have to go West in 2026 to play UCLA, but who knows what the big 10 is going to look like. The Big 12 might be fully, or excuse me, the Pac-12 might be fully imploded at that point, and they might have just joined with the Big 12. So we don't really know how things are going to look, but that's why I say for now, IU's only got one West Coast trip, but it, it there is a certain excitement to it. It is still very, very dumb for the non-football sports to have this game, and really even for the football sport, uh, it's dumb, but... It, it is kind of fun to play the USC game. It just, just played as like a non-conference game instead of the madness that is UCLA and USC being a Big Ten school. I'm not going to be over that. Probably ever. Like, I don't know that there's ever going to be a point where I'm like, all right, USC and UCLA are Big Ten schools. It's never going to feel right. Let's talk about the offense. A little bit on the quarterback position. A little bit on Jalen Lucas. Tom Allen and Jalen Lucas talked about what his role is going to be this season. So... Uh, we'll discuss that here in a moment, but first let's talk about eBay Motors and one of our new sponsors around here. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. 
Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know that your part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop at eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay Guaranteed Fit is only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions do apply. So there's a lot to discuss on the offense. Uh, There are some pieces we know about. We mentioned Cam Camper. We mentioned the offensive line. We don't know a quarterback. What we do know is that whoever IU picks will be a bit of a dual threat. And it sounds like that's what IU wants going forward. Uh, Tom Allen said he wants dual threat quarterbacks quote. Well, I just think I'm a defensive coach by trade and I just know what gives us trouble. Anytime a quarterback can extend plays, it's usually those when it's not scripted, when they can be able to create elongate, put pressure on your secondary, be able to beat you with his legs. You have to account for him in your pressure, whether you've got a spy or whatever you need to do. I'm surprised it took this long. Um, it this, I mean, I know IU is kind of in a position where beggars can't be choosers. They're not out there just picking and choosing quarterback prospects necessarily, and just can land whatever one they want. But I mean, yeah, IU needs a dual threat quarterback, especially as they're. I mean, this is very specific to this team, but when the offensive line is as bad as it is, you need guys who can unironically run for their lives and try to create something out of nothing. So even then, especially as long as Walt Bell's around, IU needs a dual threat quarterback to run the offense that it wants to run. To that point, Tom Allen also talked about building a system with the right guys, and especially around the right quarterback. Uh, Quote, but we want to do a good job of having a system where our guys feel comfortable, and whoever the quarterback is, they can maximize their strengths. At the end of the day, it's being able to take your roster, maximizing those guys' skill sets where they can play their best football and be very, very productive. At the end of the day, we've got to score points, score touchdowns in the score zone. We've got to do a great job of staying on the field and playing team football. I think something that's bugged me, and this is a very, I don't, I was going to say like amateurish look at it. In recent years, when guys like, Jack Tuttle and Connor Bazak, who are respectable quarterbacks in their own right. When they're running read options, is anybody really that worried about them tucking the ball and running? Like, even if you get burned on that play, you're getting burned for three yards, and then they're going to slide down. There's no real threat there. That threat exists with Taven Jackson, with Dexter Williams last season, with Brendan Soresby. That threat exists with those guys to where you actually have to make a decision and it's not selling out on the run and figuring out what happens on the if the quarterback keeps it. And nine times out of ten, more than that, like 49 times out of 50, they were handing the ball off to the running back. Tuttle, Bazak, those guys were handing the ball off to the running back. It wasn't really even a, a, a consideration. So that's a benefit of having a dual-threat quarterback. But you've seen with Walt Bell's system – it didn't really work with Connor Bazelak. He was throwing the ball 60 some odd times, 
and IU was winning games, but it wasn't in a sustainable way as we discussed last season and as we saw at the end of the year. IU wasn't really building anything toward even the near future. They were just kind of getting away with it in the non-conference play, and it caught up to them in Big Ten play. Jalen Lucas is going to be a big part of that. He's going to be the guy that is going to be taking some of those read options and hopefully taking them to the end zone. Um, Jalen Lucas himself was at media day said, expect Indiana to utilize some two back sets on the offense this season. He was talking about that. So maybe some Josh Henderson, Jalen Lucas looks, uh, there's a number of guys in that running back room, but those are going to be the number one and number two guys, both of them on the field at the same time. That could be interesting, especially if you have an athlete in Taven Jackson, presumably back there, you have three guys that can run the ball. So it, it creates some issues for your the defense and deciding how you cover those guys and who you're focusing on. Uh, he also spoke on Big Ten Network, quote, my role is going to expand. You're going to see me at slot. You're going to see me at running back. You're going to see me all over the field. Again, praise be. We've kind of said this, and it's it, it sounded like the coaching staff was going to do this, but Jalen Lucas said the quiet part loud and just outright said it. He's going to be all over the field this year. 100% has to happen. He should be taking 70% of IU snaps, I 80%. Like, he needs to be on the field so much this season. There is hardly any excuse for him not to be, barring injury or exhaustion. If he has the ability to be on the field, he does not need to be a healthy guy just standing on the sideline. He is too talented, and IU is, how do I put this nicely? There isn't a way. Too bad for Jalen Lucas not to be on the field as much as possible. So line him up wherever it may be. Get your best guys on the field. Figure out how to make it work. So be it. Jalen Lucas also said, he wants to have eight or eight to ten return touchdowns in a season. I don't know what the record is, but um, eight to ten feels wild. Five is the record in two thousand four from Ashlyn Davis of Tulsa. Uh, yeah, I mean, sure, if you want to do eight to ten, C.J. Spiller had four. There's a number of guys at four. I was seeing if there were any familiar names IU fans might know. A lot of mid-majors in here. A lot of uh, Marcus Thigpen had three, and that is the third most ever. So eight to ten is doubling the record almost. I'm not going to say he can't do it. It would just be the first time it happened. So I'd love to see it happen. I'd love to see him be an All-American yet again next season. Set your goals high. Like, I'm not criticizing him at all. It's just eight to ten would shatter the record. I, I hope we got you all caught up. On media day, we certainly are going to have a lot more football to talk about starting next week. We're going to start doing some positional breakdowns, look at some training camp battles, all of that stuff. We're about a month away, a little more than a month away from the first game of the season. So we're we're going to spend Monday talking women's basketball, and we're going to start really diving in headfirst into football and get you set up for that Ohio State game uh, September 2nd. I believe. So thanks again, guys, for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen as always.
Everydayers again, Monday on the show, women's basketball with Talia Goodman. And then Tuesday on the show, we'll start really diving into football. Follow us on Twitter if you haven't already at LO underscore Hoosiers. Subscribe to the podcast wherever that may be. Leave a quick rating and review, uh, especially on iTunes. That helps us get up the charts. If you can, just take a quick moment. Go to iTunes. Just tap five-star review. You don't even have to leave a comment. Just five-star review helps us out immensely. Hope everybody has a great Friday. Hope you wrap up your week well. As always, guys, though, LEO.